welcome back to yet another podcast about video games. This is the Stop and Swap cast. I am Brad. And I'm still Craig. And today we're going to talk about video game soundtracks and video game music. Maybe sound yeah. effects. I don't know. We didn't talk about that. They get mentioned, I'm sure. Yeah, I we mean, could. Who knows? But first, what have you been playing? You mean what you've been playing? What you've been playing. What have I been playing? Uh... Not a ton of, like, games consistently. I think the most thing I've probably been playing over time is uh, Pokemon Go still, because why not? Um, However, I have kind of fallen off the wagon a little bit since the newest update, but it's not the worst. And uh, some other minor stuff would probably just be, um, I got back in a Digimon story on PS4. Oh boy. Yeah, I'm like 25 hours into that game now, and I'm almost at the halfway point, and I'm just like, god damn it. It's it's a it's a long ass JRPG. See I, see, I can't I can't stop playing a game and then come back to it. Yeah, but there's like no good plot to this game. It's just kind of like <sighs> yeah, but I still couldn't do it. I'd be, I'd yeah. be like, nope, that game's done. I'll never touch it again. Yeah, it wasn't that long ago that I stopped playing it, so it was kind of easy to jump back in. I, if I if I go more than two weeks, I'm done with the game. <laughs> well, that's your issue. I know. That's you why I ha- that's why I have a room full of stuff that I don't touch. Yep. You called your bedroom, right? Oh. Uh, uh, terrible <laughs> joke. <laughs> and uh, that's that's the majority. Everything else is really minute and not even worth mentioning. So, Brad, what have you been playing? The only thing really I've been playing is uh, I started getting into to N64 hacks and like ROM hacks and stuff, like fan-made games. Mm-hmm. Um I played a couple of Mario 64 hacks, but I've been playing a Banjo-Kazooie hack called Banjo-Dreamy, and it's, the guy's still making it, but, um, he, like, he'll release updates, it makes the game a little bit longer every six months or so. So I've been mm-hmm. playing, I've been dabbling in that, it's cool. It's got its own original soundtrack, which is the best thing about it, but I'm not gonna get too much into it, cause I'm probably gonna do something later on with N64 hacks. Fun. As you know. But yeah. Uh, yeah. and the other thing that we both have been playing, which we've been waiting for, which was supposed to be released last December, is when it was... The ukulele toy box. Finally. Finally. So, and if you, if you're listening to this, no, wait, as of right now, as of listening to this, uh, my horribly awkward review is up on YouTube, so watch it. Yeah. Thumbs down it, please. <laughs> that would help me greatly. <laughs> well, uh, if I can get ten thumbs down, I'll do another one. Another another review video. Another bad review video. Perfect. I'll I'll thumbs down on all my uh, my YouTube accounts. Yes. Um, but yeah, it it was really exciting because you you messaged me because you you saw the email first that it was released. Yeah, because I was just like Brad. Yes, Toy Box is out. And I, it was like a day of work and s- so excited about it. And was then it I get, on, was the last Friday that it was out or like Friday or Thursday or something like it that? Was it was one day last week. It was Thursday, I believe. Okay. Um, As a recording was last week. Yeah. It's been out a week and a half at this point. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I was super excited and I got home and I'm like trying to figure out how to get it. And I finally figured out how to get it. And then I'm looking at the minimum system requirements and I'm like, fuck. Uh-huh. I'm like, it's not going to run on my computer. And it does, yeah, it, not very well. I mean, I do. I did enjoy it, 
but yeah, there's a really big input lag on my end, so it makes the platforming extremely, extremely difficult. So I'll have mm-hmm. to come over and play it on your computer. Yeah, sure. But I did beat it, and we did uh, find I did find that Easter egg finally. Yeah. Um, I forget. I I didn't go home right away for some reason. And I was like, oh shit, ukulele toy box is outside. I was like, shit, went home. Uh, played it. I played it blind. Uh, I didn't want to read anything about it. I did hear that there was a secret in it, though. I just didn't know what it was. Yeah, I didn't know and, until you said something. Yeah. Well, because I was like, I found it, and I was like, is that it? But anyways, I'll get through that. Um, I, well, so, it's, it's kind of a shitty secret, because now you're like, fuck. Because now you have, to yeah. wait. you have to wait. It's kind of like a, a stop and swap, if you will. Yeah. Sort of Easter egg, though. Yeah. Cause, um, but anyways, uh, to give a brief overview of the demo, if you haven't watched Brad's video yet, um, if you play Banjo-Kazooie, every level has 100 notes, uh, 5 Jinjos, and uh, 10 Jiggies to get in it. This one, however, it just has 100 like note equivalents called Quills. Uh, there's one Jinjo equivalent. They're the ghosts. Do they have a, sec- a name to them? It's, uh, they're Ghost Riders. The Ghost ri- Riders. Ghost, okay, go- that's right. Yeah. And um, there's one Pagey, which you just get for getting all 100 of the Quills. And um, and once you get all those, the, uh, the little... Uh, NPC guy who's telling you how to do stuff. I don't know if he has a name. Yeah, I, I couldn't find a name on him. We'll just call yeah. him Buzz. But yeah, the fucking little robot dude. Um, he basically says to he he says that there's like a switch hidden somewhere and it shows you where it is, but it's really hard to see where it is. It just looks like it's in a cave. And so I I probably took me like 20 minutes of looking around to find it. And um, I guess I don't really spoil it, but it's 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 decently hidden. Yeah, that you have to actually like look around for it and. Brad didn't find it, but he also didn't. Well, yeah, you, he, you you told me there was a secret, so I just stopped what I was doing and started I looking. I assumed that you had already gotten 100 quid. I hadn't even I, – I had just started it and just started looking for a secret. You just suck at the game. I, I didn't even – no, I didn't even, like, get the quills. <laughs> I just didn't do it. And then I was like, yeah. what the fuck is this secret? And you finally told me where it was, and I'm like, I don't see anything. And then I, then you said, you got to get all the quills first. I was like, ah, oh, fuck. And then I went on Twitch and replayed it again and then went on there and showed you where it was. And you're like, uh, you, I think you signed up before you even watched me to get there. No, I did. I watched you get there. And I'm all like, right. Because you got there and then I was like, you're like, see, Brad? And I was like, I don't see anything. I see exactly what <laughs> – didn't realize you had to get the quills. But, yeah, I got that. Um, so, I, yeah, I'm curious as to what it's going to be, but we can, yeah. we can speculate. Um I mean, overall, what did you think of it? Uh, I thought it was a very good proof of concept. I, um, the only thing I agree with you on was that it was kind of downer about it was the other yeah, swimming controls a little weird. Yeah. Um, they're a little stiff. I just didn't There's... like... So, for those of you, because the only way you can play this is if you are a background Kickstarter. Um, instead of, uh, like, a dive button and, like, it's it's... The, the analog stick still swims you forward, but then there's a button to dive and then a button to to make you. Well, the analog stick only goes left and right. So X and A on the on the three six controller anyway. Like X goes down, A goes up, or whatever, and you move around and like. I'm oh, sorry, you do actually control it. No, yeah, right? yeah, you and push then, forward on the yeah, control yeah. stick, which is not normally the, the the what I'm used to. I guess is uh, the control stick aims you essentially points you in the direction you want, and then you hit like A to pump and makes you actually do the swim movement. Which is what I'm used to, but this is just you push forward. It just, I don't know. I I I wasn't a fan of that, but uh, yeah. Which I mean, they could change later. I mean, it's not like game breaking. It's no, like, no, you know, no. It would be something I would definitely get used to, but yeah. Uh, right off the bat, it just it felt a little weird to me. And then the other thing was that I, that that I had an issue with was uh, the camera was kind of finicky 
at times. But again, that's it's a demo, and for what it yeah, is, the Kiro didn't seem that bad for me. A few a few times, sure. Um, like when you're in the uh, like there's that little windy area, and you have to like, kind of get through. Okay, yeah. Kind of well, when I was going up uh, that center tower where you have to do the roll move. Yeah. That was a nightmare with the controls on mine. It oh was, yeah, I can see that. It's cause to, to time the jumps because you have to. It's not time the jump when you see the character get there. It's you have to time the jump a half a second before. And yeah. I had camera issues with that. Um, but again, I still enjoyed it. Oh, the you know what the other thing was, and I don't know if you had a pain in the ass with it. I I, I don't. And I'm not gonna blame this one on my input lag. I think no matter what, I would have had a shitty time with this. Is that fucking ball? That ball puzzle? We have to roll the ball up. Oh no, there's no problem with that. Uh, you just I'll, suck. I, I would. That, that's a nightmare for me. It wasn't that bad for me. I don't know. I'll have to. I'll have to come and try it on your computer. Yeah, that's fine. <clears throat> Overall, though, um, yeah. I mean, I love the demo. Yeah, it, it was a it was a good enough taste to like get used to the game and mechanics, which is like, I my money was well spent. I feel. Yeah, it, it was definitely worth the wait. Yeah. Um, I mean, and the other thing that we got is because we had the toy box plus is we got that fighting mechanic, which not everybody got. Yeah, but that that was a little that I was mean, fun. Just, yeah, it was it was all right. I was like, is that it? Like, it's yeah, you know, it's not much. A few enemies pop out, whatever, and it gives you a hey, little you, jingle. Like, yeah, you get that jingle when you win. That's, yeah, it's, but it's, I was like, I, what happened? I didn't realize that was part of the plus though. Yes, yeah, because so I was like, I was like, well, where are the quills? Like, are there any quills for this? Because I did it pretty early. Well, I'm pretty sure because you get a new area to explore and then the fighting. I'm pretty sure where you fight is that new area to explore. Well, there's two new areas. The second one is that big hill with all the red balls on it. That was that hurt you. That's yeah. not in the regular one either. Oh, so you can just go up to the top and then that's it. There's no yep. slide down. You have to go back. You go back down. Huh. That's cool because I actually and, yeah because I... you can't because you, you did you get to the secret room where you went down the right side where yes. you walk on all the different yes. uh, terrains. Yes. That that's only in plus also. Oh, did not know that. That's yeah. actually really cool. I love that. That slide was probably my favorite. Yeah, okay. I just wish you could kind of jump off of it, but you really it's, can't. Yeah, it's, you have to, you have to, like, you know, you have to finish sliding down. Yeah, it's it's cool though. I liked it. Um, yeah, and I like the little rooms that they hit around that kind of showed off, uh, like the graphics and like the physics of walking on different terrains. That was kind of yeah. neat. That ice one's gonna be a pain though. Oh, with the slippery. Oh, that, slippery yeah, that's pretty pretty fucking slippery. Well, especially with your uh, your laggy controls. Yeah. Um. um but I liked the. I mean, they all, had, they all had unique sounds and what they looked like when you stepped on, which was kind of cool. So yeah, I like the little water effects too, little splashy effects. Yeah, it was it was a cool demo. I enjoyed yeah. it thoroughly. Yeah. I've yes. played it like nine times now. Yeah, I played it through. I think four times so far. What else? Each time, I'm like, how did? Because the first time I played it, I took my time because I actually was recording like a like a video for it, but I, I didn't really like how it came out. Um, it took me an hour. And that was with, like, trying to find the secret where yeah. I eventually found it. And then I, afterwards, I was like, is that it? It's like, that's the secret. But it just it just teases, like, in the final game, like, something to do in the final game. Which, it sounds like you don't need the toy box at all to get it. I don't think it's going to pull any save data. No. Or anything, but, you know, it's just... It's, the the only thing that kind of got me was it, it does mention a pirate ship. I didn't know if it was a nod to Sea of Thieves, Rare's new game. I don't know. Maybe. But it was just sort of an, an idea. I was like, well, well, I was looking for the demo. I was like, wait, there's no pirate ship here. But whatever. It's fine. No. The, the other thing I'm excited for is that, that puzzle. It's I mean, it's not a hard puzzle, but pushing the blocks. 
in the uh, demo. Oh, where you go up the yeah, the and, wall. They, and, and the and the camera changes. It does like yeah. a bird's eye view. I'm I'm interested to see what they do. I'm I'm hoping they come up with some pretty, uh, I don't know, good puzzles. They could. As those ones obviously were not. They were very simple, but I think. I don't know. I like that because the other games. I mean, they didn't. One really... more thing I'm also not a fan of is uh, when you move the blocks. That like they move way too easily. Like there's like no grabbing mechanic. It's just like you just walk it just, into it. Yeah, and yeah. It is. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty slippery. Yeah, but I mean, it's again, it's a demo for all we know. Yeah. And um, a couple of the animations are a little bit stiff too. But again, it's a freaking early release. I'm not gonna like complain about. No. it. No. Uh, from like, from uh, what I've seen, I am like I'm full on like I. I wasn't worried before, but I'm definitely not worried now. Yeah. I mean, they're... No, it's going to be great no matter what it's, they give us it, at it, this point. It, well, the cool thing is, is like, it's not, like, from what I played, it doesn't feel like it's going to be a Banjo-Kazooie clone. Like, it's not just going to be, okay, here's Banjo-Kazooie, but with different skins. Like, it definitely has nods to it. Like, obviously, like, when you the start, every, everything, everything has its own weird, quirky voice, and there's going to be googly eyes plastered on things that don't need googly eyes and yep. and it, stuff like that. And, you know, the character dynamic, I feel, is going to be kind of the same. So there are nods and, you know, obviously you can compare the pages and music notes and – or pages and jiggies and Jeez. quills and music notes together. But I, I feel like it's also going to be its own game too, which is good, mm-hmm. which I'm excited for. Yeah. But yeah, enough about ukulele. We could talk about yeah. this for hours. Oh, also, yeah. the one thing I should have and didn't mention in the review is the fucking music, which is spot on. Yeah, it's definitely uh, banjo kazooie esque. They did yeah. they did fine with it. I also like too how like when you walk to a different area, it changes to the yeah, other, just like just like in the, the old track. games. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's yeah, it sounds the the music is like on par. Yep. So and I didn't I didn't even think to you know mention that in my review, but yeah. On point. Uh, yeah. What else do you have to talk about, Craig? Um, I don't know. That's that's big news for us. But the other yeah. the other news that I, I'm interested in anyway is the um the Pokemon Sun and Moon news that came out this week. Did you uh did you watch the trailer I sent you? I did. So you're gonna have to explain. So is this is this like a DLC or a, a patch update to Sun and Moon? No, this is the um basically what it is. The Sun and Moon is the new game that's out in November. Oh, new, so it's not this, even out yet. Right, it's okay. a seventh generation game, so gotcha. like, you know, red and blue, yellow was the first generation, gold, silver, crystal was the second generation. This is Gen 7 on the 3DS also. So now, basically what it is, is, uh, like with the new stuff they showed anyway this time, was, uh, the, the new region's called Alola, it's based on Hawaii. So there's Pokemon that are older ones that you might be familiar with, like Exeggutor and Vulpix and Sandshrew, who have different, like, forms in this region. So, Exeggutor, for some reason, because it's like, a, apparently because it's such a sunny region, it becomes a giant fucking tree. I mean, he was already like, a tree before, but like, he's yeah. a big fucking tree now. Yeah, but like, the thing's like 30 feet tall now. It's yeah. hilarious. It's, it's so stupid, but I love it. So, be, so. Yeah, for some reason, it becomes part dragon type. Okay. And I don't so, know why. Yeah, see, I, I'm so out of the loop in this. So, let's, let's, let's talk about like, Vulpix and Ninetales. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, Vulpix and Ninetales were fire Pokemon. Originally, yes. correct? Yep. Okay. So now they're ice and steel. So same Pokemon, but like different elements. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. Okay. I, I think that's cool. I'm, a, I'm yeah. down with that. 
And that's for ones that you only catch. So, like, if you trade in, like, a one from another game, it'll still be the fire type. Exactly. So you have to catch it in that region. Right. Yeah. That, Which I, I think mean, that's... Yeah, I, I think it's great, because I, I just like the redesigns on them, because Vulpix and Ninetales are like... Well, Vulpix is not like a white white fox, uh, or snow fox, if you will. Not, Ninetales actual... remind me of Okami. Yeah, definitely. And then uh, Sandshrew... So... Uh, Vulpix is just ice, and then Ninetales is an ice and fairy type, which fairy they introduced last generation just as, like, to sort of make the, to change the competitive game a bit, to make dragons less broken. Uh, and then, uh, Sandshrew is the other one that they showed, uh... That was ice and ice, steel. It's ice type and, yeah, ice okay. and steel type. Yeah, yeah. And that's Sandshrew and Slant Slash, which is weird because Sandshrew is literally named for, like, living in, like, Grand Slash Sand or whatever, and now it's like, oh, he's an ice type. What the hell? It, it's a little weird. It doesn't make sense that they have ice type Pokemons in like a like a tropical island. Yeah, because if you look at like pictures of Hawaii, there's mountains there that are like up okay. and up high, and there's there's snow there. Okay. It does. I mean, it doesn't snow like on the on the mainlands, but there is snow like on high peaks, so, like in so, the other mountain. So gathering information. So you're gonna go to this what is it, Alola Island, and you'll catch executors that have forty foot long necks. Yeah. At the beach, but then you'll go to the top of the mountain and collect. You get your Sandshrew and your 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 nine your Volt picks. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I'm down. I'm yeah. down with that. Yeah, and on top of other new Pokemon, obviously with it too. So I, I think it's kind of a fresh way to put some new a new spin on an old an old Pokemon or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, so. I'm I'm cool with that as long as they don't get carried away with it. Um, yeah, like I don't want to see you know like Mewtwo you know being able to change types or anything like that. That's kind of unless they put but... Mewtwo in a Hawaiian shirt, just leave him as is. <laughs> yeah, Hawaiian shirt, sunglasses. Uh, I don't know, drinking Gra- like grass skirts. Oh, they yeah. did. They did have that like bird one. That one was kind yeah, of dumb. yeah. Because there's, there's, I think there's four different like big yeah. islands you can go to, and each island has a different like typing for it. Same Pokemon, but like one's a fire t- fire flying type, one's a psychic flying, one's electric flying, which is kind of neat, also. Yeah, but it was just dumb. It was just like, look at this one dances, and this one dances yeah. a different dance. Yeah, I was like, this is that was just like, yeah, that's a little cheesy. Yeah, uh, and like but in my eyes, they're like scratching the bottom of the barrel. They've they've done worse than that. I think that's at least something decent. So, um, that's pretty much it. There's some of the leaked news about the starters evolutions or whatever, but. It's not confirmed yet, so I don't really want to talk too much about it. So, but I'm still going with the grass starter because the little owl's the the shit, regardless. So, um, I I haven't played Pokemon. The last one I tried to play was Gold and Silver, and I was just like, I don't know these Pokemon. I'm done playing. You suck. I just yeah. Gold and Silver were good. I'm not saying they were bad. I just you know, you're you're a you're it, a Gen Oneer. It's pretty much. I have nothing against the new ones. I just can't. Yeah. I I can't dedicate the time. I feel like I feel like an old man. Uh, my God, I don't even know. Yeah, was that is that it for Pokemon? Yeah, that's that's enough. There'll be there'll be more news in the coming weeks, so we'll talk about more. Yes. So I want to talk about the NES Mini again. Um, oh, okay. So there was a fan made one. I don't know if you saw this. So a guy. Um, I did actually. Yeah, he 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 took a Raspberry Pi. Yeah, and I know pr- what you're talking about. Yeah, and he printed up a, a little NES. Yeah. Casing made for it, cartridges. and he made little cartridges for it that go in, which yeah. I think is awesome. I yeah. think it's like the coolest fan made thing ever. And and the actual cartridges, so he made these little three D printed cartridges, and say you put like a Mario Brothers in there, you put it in, and you boot up the system, the Raspberry Pi, it'll start mm-hmm. up Mario Brothers. So it reads, um, I think there's like a chip in there, and it reads the chip, and it just kind of 
says, okay, you want me to play Mario Brothers. And Mario Brothers is not loaded on the actual cartridge, but actually on the Raspberry Pi. Okay, um, I didn't actually know that. So yeah, so so cool. yeah, he, he made it, because I watched the video on it. He made it, um, he did some modifications to the case, but it looks absolutely it looks so cool. And he and he, he actually modified the Raspberry Pi. He took stuff off and moved things so he could get it in the case to look right. But yeah, yeah um it's just essentially it says essentially just an NES emulator. Um but when you put the uh, cartridges in, there's like a little reader and then there's a chip in the card or in the cartridge and it just tells the system what game to boot up. Yeah. Which is just you know I don't know, it's really cool. I, I just think it's just like so neat. Yeah. No, I mean, I would... Obviously, that's that the one he made is way smaller than what we'll actually get in retail, because he made oh, it with God, a Raspberry yeah. Pi, so it's, you know, tiny. Yeah, it's the size of, like, a like your wallet is the yeah. size of the whole unit. It, it's definitely really cool. I think it's... Ugh, guys must be a genius. I, I wouldn't yeah. have, I don't know how to think of that. But yeah. yeah, I mean, you gotta know how to program and, you know, actually use Linux and other stuff and yeah. not suck at life. Unlike me, I can't do that. I don't know. I don't know how how well he's going to be doing for making that. Like that's not going to get him anywhere. I mean, this is just like a fun little project, you know. I mean, it's yeah. just it's something cool that I got to Google that day or whatever people saw. I don't, I don't think he's going to like make bank on it or anything. <laughs> if he starts selling them, I'll buy one. I mean, he could potentially sell the the unit, but not obviously not load with the ROMs or whatever. No, he well he could. So. I don't know the I don't know the so obviously uh, he's, he, it's a, it's a it's a Raspberry Pi so you can buy a Raspberry Pi. What yeah. he, what he could do is he could sell the plans for the or he can even sell the model for the actual case for it. He can bu- print them up, but it's just 3D printed, and he could probably sell the 3D printed cartridges with the chips in it, and then yeah. you can kind of give you make your own labels for it or make something. Make your own labels. It, it doesn't actually like I said, it doesn't have the game on it. So no, know. but it is it is really cool, and it looks really awesome. Like the cartridges look like. So tiny, but they looked so good. Uh-huh. And, and the, the best thing was is that, so you put the cartridges in and you still pushed it down, which is like, I thought yeah. he was just going to slide it in. No, he still pushed it down. I was like, that's <laughs> impressive. Now, did you say it was 3D printed or each of the things or was it, like, do you know if he like, made them himself or? I don't, I'm, I don't know. The, the case to make it look like an NES shell was 3D printed. Yeah. And he modified the Raspberry Pi to fit it and so that, that's 3D printed and the cartridges are 3D printed and mm-hmm. they just snap together and from there I mean, obviously he printed labels up to put on there it's cool though yeah. I, I want one it makes me still even more excited for the NES Mini ah <sighs> yay yay so should we get to the, the meat of this episode uh, I don't really feel like it okay well guys thanks for coming we'll uh We'll be back in episode 13. Bye forever. forever. Oh! Okay. JK lulls. Just kidding. You're stuck with us for a little while longer. (laughs) We're so funny. Okay, so we're going to talk about our favorite um, soundtracks for video games. Um, As well as particular songs maybe not tied to those soundtracks, if you will. Yeah, we're going to talk about our favorite... Top top music in games. Yes. Um, I get, yeah... Essentially, particular songs in certain games. Um, yes. I will let you go first, then. Okay. Um, well, here's a question. Should I start with the most obvious when I go, or should I wait? Well, I mean, do you want to just get it over with, because we all know you're going to say it anyway? I, are you going to say it, too? 
I'm not. It's not. I, I actually excluded it from my list because, oh, because I didn't mention it. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's. I. I mean. I would probably put it in my top ten for sure. I don't know if I put it as my like top five though. That's why I just kind of ignored it and just didn't even think about it. So I do love it though. It's yeah, it's know. phenomenal. Spoilers, guys. It's Banjo Kazooie. God. We'll just huh. talk about it now then. So yeah, Banjo Kazooie. Uh, Grant Kirk Cope is awesome. He's yeah. he's done a lot. He did uh, Donkey Kong. He did Goldeneye. He did Goldeneye. Did Donkey Kong sixty four. Yeah. Uh, did he do Donkey Kong Country? Any Donkey Kong Country games? I could not tell you. He may. I think I feel like Goldeneye was the first one that he did. He definitely. Yeah, I know he definitely did Goldeneye, Donkey Kong Country. He probably yeah. did other ones. I had Perfect Dark. I think he did. Probably. Um, I'm gonna say he wrote Dark Side of the Moon. Uh, he wrote yeah. Abbey Road. You know. I also heard that he did. He um, he stole uh, Stairway to Heaven. Yes, he stole it back. Actually. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, uh, Led Zeppelin stole Stairway to Heaven from. Yes. Him. Well, no, he. They stole it from him, and then he stole it back. <laughs> so, he's kind of a badass. Yes. Um. Yeah. So, Banjo Kazooie, uh, obviously, is gonna be on my list. Cause why not? Um, I mean, just wicked nostalgic. Um, yeah. Right off the, I mean, the the first track that I I I think of is uh, Treasure Shelf Cove. That's probably my favorite off that, off that soundtrack. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna chime into uh, my favorite song in that. I think is uh, "Click Clock Wood," the um, the spring one. Yep, I just love it. Just it's just fun, and I mean all, all the Click Clock Woods are really good because obviously when you change seasons, that the song changes. It stays the same tune, but it's but yeah. it changes styles. Yeah, so but uh, I, I like the spring a lot. It just it's just so like cheery when you get in there. It's it, awesome. Yeah. The other one that I, I'm a fan of is, uh, I know you hate this level, is Mad Monster Mansion. It's not that I hate the level, it's probably just my, my second least favorite behind Rusty Bucket Bay. You know, it's just like, I just don't really click well with that level. Love it. Love that level. Uh, yeah. Rusty Bucket Bay is like the bane of my existence. Every, every, yeah. If I hear that song, I, I like soil myself a little bit. <laughs> it's just like, ugh. Well, plus the, the sound sounds like it's like farting at points too. Yeah. When you first walk in, it's like, wink. It's such a good soundtrack. Yeah. It's going to be one of those situations that I can It's so good that we both bought it on vinyl. Yes, we did do that. Um, Thank you, I am 8-Bit. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those, like, I could just keep, I'll just start naming off this, be like, oh, you remember that song? That one's good, and that one, and I'll just name every song, and not, there's not a bad one on there. No. Not to mention that, like, the theme song is my, is great, and it's my ringtone, and... Yeah, my my notification tones are Banjo Kazooie sounds. So yep, all all the sounds on there, the songs are very distinguishable and unique and awesome. Yes, so love now, it. Um, now you would like that band- better than Banjo Tooie's soundtrack, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I couldn't think of one song from Banjo Tooie. Not that I'm saying they're bad, but it's just they don't stick with you as well. I mean, Banjo Kazooie is just so ingrained in my head. Yeah. Um. Yeah, forever. Okay. All right. Um, I'm not gonna do this one first. Now you can go. Um, yeah. All right. Um, one of my favorite soundtracks is uh, Chrono Trigger for Super Nintendo. Um, never heard of the game. Never heard of the game. Have you actually played it though? I forget. I have never played it. No. You never played it. Okay. It, this is my favorite RPG, uh, as I've know I've mentioned on here before, at least many other times in life. 
Um, it's the first Super Nintendo RPG I ever beat. I played it, the original time was on an emulator back in middle school, and then I eventually, you know, bought it on the PS1 stupidly because it's the worst version. Um, I own a Super Nintendo copy, I own it on the DS, you know, I have it everywhere now, basically. But the uh, soundtrack's phenomenal, um, as are a lot of the Square games from that era. The uh, Super Nintendo, I just think, in general, had really good, uh, good composers. But, um... A few notable tracks are uh, well. Each each character in the game has their own theme, but uh, my favorite one is probably uh, Magus, who is uh, who is a boss, and then he eventually joins your party later on as a secret member, essentially. Oh and shit! Then, um, yeah, uh, but I mean, it's either you let him join your party or you kill him. So it's you know you have to come across that point at some point, and then uh, another one is from uh, one of the later timelines in the game the track is called a uh, black omen and it's just uh it's intense it's just it's just a really cool track for the part of the game that you're at on the black omen so it's a uh, very cool and i love that to death so hmm what's my next one what do i want to talk about um we'll keep going with 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 yeah, let's just, let's just name games and maybe a track or two. Or yeah, yeah. Um, but we'll stick we'll stick with some Square. Um, yeah. Final Fantasy VII for me. Uh, okay. Specifically, the boss battle theme. Yeah. Such a good song. Love it. That riff yep. is so good. Yep. So, of course, I mean the music in that entire game is just absolutely epic. Again, Square Enix like had just awesome composers. Uh, Uematsu, Nobuo Uematsu, he was a great composer. So it's so good. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a one I really like from that game. Ah, uh, the Chocobo yeah. theme—that's always classic. Yeah, yeah, that was a that was a good remix of it. Um, damn it, what's a good one from that game? Uh, just pick any Se- song. Yeah, no, I was just thinking like I think the uh, one of the Sephiroth themes from the end. I think uh, Safer Sephiroth or Cypher Sephiroth, whatever it is. I really like that one. The, there's like the Technically, the final boss. It's like not just a press X and win or whatever. So, a very, a very good game. Yes. Um. Another soundtrack. Let's see. Another soundtrack I like a lot is uh, I'm I'm actually gonna cop out this one because a lot of the tracks are remixed from Bull, well, Jet Set Radio. Yeah. On the Dreamcast. Uh, and then Jet Set Radio Future, which was the Xbox, which Future remixed a lot of the songs from the first game. So I'm just trying to kind of combine them into one. Um, these are really fun soundtracks, and um, I don't know, just uh, the, just the style of them is just a lot of fun. And uh, a few notable songs on there is uh, "About the City" was in I think the first game, and um, I don't know, uh, can't even think of the name of the other ones. Uh, "Concept of Love" is fun. Uh, "Funky Dealer." There's just all different kinds of crap that's in there. Big fan. Love Sega. The Dreamcast was awesome. And uh, it did have a few license tracks in there, too. Like, it, uh, the U.S. version, anyway, had uh, had Dragula by Rob Zombie on it. Huh. It was just, like, on the soundtrack. And I was playing. I was like, wait, what is this song doing on this game? And it was, it was pretty cool. So, But uh, most of the songs in there are original or at least, like, internal Sega-owned or something. But, like, that's just one of the few... Uh, you know, exceptions to the rule, I guess. For the record, we're doing this as like uh, soundtracks that are original to the 
to the game, not uh, not ones that have like full license. I really love tracks. Guitar Hero Three soundtrack. <laughs> no, we're not doing that stuff. You just liked it because it's Dragon Force. I don't even know that song was on there. It's uh, through the fire and flames, now which I is know. not even that good of a song, but whatever. No, I don't know why that song was so big. It was like way better Dragon Force songs. Yeah, like Fury of the Storm is like way better. But yeah, that's that's a different topic. Um. What do I want to do next? Let's go old. Um, maybe one you probably don't know. You might know. Uh, Bucky O'Hare, and more specifically, The Green Planet. I probably, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that is my favorite all-time video game song ever. Mm-hmm. That one. That song, I, I just, I don't know why. I love that song. It's so yeah. good. To the point where I like, I arranged it for a three-piece band back in like high school. <laughs> and then never learned it. <laughs> That's yeah, the um, Bucky O'Hare I played with you guys one time. Um, I just remember it being really hard. It's yeah, it's um, it's hard, but it's not unfair because there's unlimited continues. So if you get a game over, you can restart it. Um, the only thing that's a kind of a bummer. So say if like so you beat a level, it gives you a code. It, there's no saves. So yeah. it'll give you a code. Like, okay, so you type in that code. Say you beat the first four levels and you type in the mm-hmm. code. It'll bring you up to that next level, the fifth level or whatever, yeah. per se. But the only thing that's kind of unfair is you've gotten a lot of power-ups between the first level and the fifth level. Mm-hmm. But if you use the code, you get nothing. So you start off with no power-ups. So mm-hmm. that that's makes it a little bit challenging. It's not, it's not unfair. Um, and I did... I did... I'll say I helped beat it. Me and uh, me and our friend Sean Spo Brian there, uh, we played it. We just traded off, and I I say I probably helped. I'm gonna say about forty seven percent. Sean's way better at video games than me. Actually, yeah, mo- he's really good at uh, like that eight bit and sixteen bit era yeah. platformers. So we uh, yeah, oh yeah. <coughs> Excuse you. I coughed. Um, yeah, definitely check out Green Planet. Like, just that one song. You, you don't have to listen to the rest. Just check out yeah. Green Planet. It's so good. Okay. <clears throat> this one might surprise you as being on my list. Um, I am a big fan of the Turtles in Time soundtrack on Super Nintendo. Okay. Yeah. My favorite track specifically would be Sewer Surfing. Yep. I love that track. It is just like... I, I could just, like, start that game, play the Sewer Surfing, and just be happy about it. Just play it on repeat for a while. It's just... It's a great game. What's I the other... That. Isn't there, like, another level? There's... Well, there's a lot, definitely a lot of other levels. Yeah, but, like, there's another, like, surfing level. Uh, it's at the end. It's when you have the, um... It's, like, futuristic uh, city. It yeah, you're in the... Like, you're, Neon, Neon Knight Riders? Yes. Yeah. I know Adam is a huge... Our friend Adam's a really big fan of that one. Yeah, that one I'm not as big a fan of. He, the level's okay, but the song I, I've never really been a fan of. Adam loves that song. I just remember that's like his favorite song in, yeah. in that game. Um, um, I'm also a big fan of uh, Bury My Shell at Wounded Knee, I believe, which is the train level. Or is it the pirate level? Did I say the wrong name? Skull and Cross... No, I think that's Skull and Crossbones. Bury My Shell at Wounded Knee, I'm pretty sure, is the, the train one. Where it's... It's really good. That that's we'll that's definitely back. a soundtrack they should throw up on a uh, vinyl. Yeah, I would I would buy that in a heartbeat. It's just a lot of licensing issues with Konami yeah. and the game and 
Uh, I think Activision owns the rights to Turtles games, and it's just a pain in the ass. Which is why they, because um, they put up on the 360, they had the original Turtles arcade game, and then they remade Turtles in Time, which sucked. Yeah. The heard. remake is bad, and the soundtrack is awful. It was just, like, heartbreaking, because I was like, yeah, Sewer Surf in! It's going to be awesome! And then it was just, like, garbage. And, oh, God. I hate that game. <laughs> I hate that you game hate so that much. game, and you love that game. Well, I love the original. I hate the remake. It's probably my... I'd put it out there as one of my least favorite remakes ever, if not the worst, like, my least favorite. So. Um... Yeah, like the tra- the techno drum, I really like that track too. And I mean, the whole soundtrack is really good, obviously. But those are just a few standouts. What you got next? Uh, what do I want to do? Let's take let's stick with some NES. Uh, Battletoads. <laughs> I. Booch, 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 booch. Yes. The the pause. The pause screen is amazing. The spot. The pause screen is <laughs> like the best song ever. Yeah. Um, also, the bane of a lot of gamers' like existence, Turbo Tunnel song is yeah. so good, so good. Like I remember as a kid, I, and to this day I still have never beat the Turbo Tunnel. I feel mm-hmm. like I could now if I had like some guidance from Spo. Um, yeah. It would take me hours, but I think I could do it. Um, Turbo Tunnel, I, I can beat it at least. It's just later on it gets really hard. Oh, I could get to Turbo Tunnel, and then I'm just going to turn the system off because <laughs> at that point I've won. I've won. If yeah. I could beat that, I, I've won in my eyes because I've never – a Turbo Tunnel, pa- pause it, and just leave it there forever. Just, <sighs> no, but I just remember as a kid, all I wanted to do was like – because, I mean, I sucked at video games as a kid. So I was like I, – I, I just wanted to get to Turbo Tunnel what just so I – kid? I was even worse than I am now. <laughs> like you believe it um I, as a kid i just wanted to get to the turbo tunnel just to hear the song because i love yeah. the song so much yeah i never so, played Battletoads until like you know when you had it actually like on the nes that was the first time i ever played that game yeah that was like that was a game that was one of the when i first yeah, started getting back into retro i guess it was before i was i i guess i was collecting it was when i first started getting back into retro games NES was the first system, and I wanted to just essentially rebuild the collection I had as a kid. Mm-hmm. And that was one of those games. Sweet. So sweet. Yeah. Um, this should be. Is this your last one? No, I have two more. I have. I've done three. Um, oh, that's right. Right. I'm trying to think of which one I want to start with. Um, I'm gonna go with this one. All right. This is the soundtrack for arguably one of the worst games ever. Which I'm wait, wait, can I to, guess? You're you're probably gonna know exactly what it is, uh, but I'm I'm asking I'm asking ask you a question. Oh, okay. Before before we go any further on this, so should I should I guess or not? Um, you can guess it right now if you want. I'm gonna guess Sonic 06. It is Sonic 06. Yeah. Because I've I've mentioned this a lot of times before. Um, I absolutely love the soundtrack to this game. And I have beaten this game two times, Brad. I've I've played through start to finish two times on this piece of shit. However, I still don't think it's the worst Sonic game. No matter what anybody says. I think I still think Sonic Heroes is worse. Um And my question for you on this one is Do you think a good soundtrack can make a bad game tolerable or good? No. Absolutely no? not. Okay. Absolutely not. You can have a good soundtrack, but like 
if the game sucks and it just doesn't play well, it's still like you sucks. wouldn't be able to stomach a game if you were like enjoying like at least the musically part of it. I mean, it would else. make it, it would make it better. Yeah, but it, I, it wouldn't save the game. Yeah, I was like, just, I, I mean, I'm, not, I'm not saying it would call it good. It would just be like more, more tolerable, I guess. Like, abs- yeah, it would absolutely like. Well, yeah, I mean, it would make it better. Yeah, but it's not going to make it good. But, I mean, that's one of the things that, like, kept me going through this game, you know, just because I felt like I had to beat it the original time. And the soundtrack, at least, you know, gave me some sort of saving grace with it. And, you know, I guess that's all I can really say about it. It's not a good game. I will not lie. It is not a good game. It's unpolished as hell, and they rushed it out to for the holiday season that year. And it was just bad all around. So, But uh, I expect a, a video of me playing it soon. Yes. I was actually playing it over the weekend, practicing a little bit, so... <laughs> hey. Um so a couple a couple of notable tracks in that that game are um uh, let's see. Um Wave Ocean which is actually a remake the the, the level sort of like a re- reimagining of uh the first level from the original Sonic Adventure. Yep. Um there's like a few different segments to it and there's like a what's referred to as like the speed up section of it is uh, I really like that part of it. Um Solaris Phase 2 which is the final boss of the game. The, it's a remix of the theme song, which was done by Zebrahead, but it's just like an orchestrated version of it, which is really cool. And I had one more. Where'd you go? Um, I didn't write it down. Oh, well. Those are my two. <laughs> Those are really good song though. The soundtrack's really good if you like Sonic music, which most people hate Sonic, so fuck you. Um, I don't, I don't hate really Sonic. I'm just... Too. I feel like I'd enjoy. It was a fuck you to everybody out there. A lot of a lot of people hate on hate on Sonic because uh, just because of how how shitty he's gotten over the years. That's not his fault. It's the developer's fault. It's a lot of people. My my thing with Sonic is I probably would enjoy it watching somebody play it more than I would playing it myself because I wouldn't get that yeah. far. Yeah, and I will have to say, but... Sonic. I don't think there's a is there a bad Sonic song. On what any, any game? Yeah. Hmm. Um. I can. Well, let's get a, let's, let's go ahead and say they, they they have some pretty good soundtracks in the Sonic games. Yeah, I mean, I I literally had to pick a one game for this list, and I at least for this this portion, and I picked Sonic Six because overall I really like the soundtrack. But I could have named probably I could have done all five of these Sonic games if I really wanted. Yeah. To. So even I could have, and I've never. Played through an entire yeah. Sonic game. Yeah, their uh, their composer uh, Jun Jun Sinoe is uh, pretty awesome. So and he's the one that like does all the writing for like the uh, all the like the final songs for the other games like Sonic Adventure and such like that. He's been doing everything since Sonic Three. So respect. He's cool shit. So um, Brad, what do you got next? Last one on my list. I don't know if you're gonna have it on your list. It's a maybe. I'm not it's, sure. It's not. It's not gonna be on my list. I guarantee oh, it. Because okay. you don't. You will not have my last one. Uh. Okay. Um. Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time. Mm-hmm. Such a good soundtrack. Um. Yeah. I mean. Specifically, Gerudo Valley. Yeah. Such and Song of Storms. Those two songs I like love. Mm-hmm. I remember just sitting in the windmill, listening to the guy with the little, like, windy box, just listening to the yeah. song. 
because it's so good. <laughs> yeah, Ocarina of Time was really good. Um, soundtrack definitely stood out too. I mean, um, it had to just, because it, it was like, um, like a music-based, like. Oh yeah, I mean, obviously the the instrument was you know your, um, your source of I don't want to use the word power, but like it was. It was definitely a main. It was the game was based around basically basically based around the yeah, Ocarina so. of Time. As it's in the title, obviously. Imagine if they just replace so. all the songs with like Barney songs. How shitty the game <laughs> we, would be. So somebody should make a modded uh. A modded Zelda Ocarina of Time yeah. ROM and just put Barney yeah. songs in there instead. It puts I Love You, you clean know, up, whatever clean other songs up, are on there. Right, everywhere. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Can a shitty sound, can a shitty soundtrack make a, like a great game bad? Yeah, absolutely. Especially one like that. Just Ocarina of Time oh, with God. Lamb Chop and Barney songs. <laughs> um... I'm gonna throw in there that my favorite song from that game is probably the uh, the Forest Temple. Yep. It's really creepy, and it took a long time to grow. I mean, like the first time I played it, I was like a little creeped out by it, and I was like, I don't like this. And now I actually look forward to it whenever I get to that dungeon, whenever I replay that game. So, was the Lost Woods? That's got a cool one too. Lost Woods yeah. is cool too, yeah. Although I hate going through there uh, as an adult because it's just like everything just wants to kill you. It's okay. The uh, the giant the giants or whatever. Yeah. I mean. It gets it, it once you like have the you have the hook shot, so it makes it a little bit easier to kill him, but you still don't have that much range with it. Um, ready for my no. last one? Is it Shenmue? Okay. I'm gonna do it anyway. It's Is not it Shenmue. Shenmue two. I haven't played enough Shenmue to say that. It's not. Is Shenmue it Shenmue two. three? No, it's not out yet. You could still, you could still like this, the music. <laughs> um, I've made an exception for this one because the games are so different. However, this is the only game on this list that I have not beaten, and I have a very hard time playing it, which makes me sad because uh, it's a really good soundtrack, and it's uh, Chrono Cross. Chrono Cross, the soundtrack, is phenomenal. It's another um, Square game. Yes, which is goes on my point earlier, is that Square had a lot of good game, like a lot of good soundtracks and such. But um, yeah, I, I didn't want to put two of the same series on there, but Cross and Trigger, like I said, are... They, they're almost, like, not even in the same, uh, it's not really, like, a sequel. It kind of has elements of it, and there are definitely cameos of other characters and, and nods, but it's not. But I, I don't like the battle system. I well, really we're not don't. talking about that. We're talking about the music. I know, I know, but that's what I'm talking about, the music. Like, the, the, every song I've heard from this game is just, is just, is wonderful. Um, namely, uh... This is the song that plays on the uh, on the world map. It's uh, a "Dream of the Shore Bordering Another World." Like this is just a this is just like the the world map song. It's it's awesome. It has a like just really good violin on it, and I fucking love me some violin. So that's uh, really cool. And then uh, "Scars of Time," which plays in the uh, in the opening uh, opening credits or whatever, the opening video. Really good. So. Two of my two of my favorite tracks of all time from a game that I can't see. <laughs> so I and I've tried I've tried on and off playing it again and it's just it's just really hard. Uh, just the PS I don't know, PS one era graphics are also hard to play. It's just it's just really kind of buggy playing. Not not buggy, but like it's stiff. So when when trigger just felt very fluid on the SNES. But I would like to I would like to get through it someday. That's it's a that's a long term goal. Hey, you're shooting for the stars there, Craig. 
Yeah, it's well a long-term gaming goal, whatever. It's it's an it's a my goal in life is to beat Chrono Cross. My my one goal in life is to beat Chrono Cross. I can die a happy man. I've lived a fulfilled life once I beat that game. It's a top gaming goal, man. It's different than a life goal, kind of. Not really. Okay. Uh, so that's... I guess we could say that those are our top five game yeah. soundtracks overall. Or at least with a few mentions in there. Do you have a few, like, tracks some other games that you enjoy, too? I mean, I'm always going to be there? fond of Mario 64. I just... Because that was, like... Mm-hmm. I just remembered when that came out. That and, uh, like, Rogue Squadron... 1080. Yeah. 1080's got a great soundtrack, too. That's got a good one. Yeah. What are the games? Just mainly, like, things that I'm, like, fond of. Anything that I, like, mm-hmm. sunk way too much time into, it's just ingrained in my head, and I like it. Yeah. Um, I'm a fan of, uh, Fantasy Star Online, and, uh, there's a few tracks in those games that are really good, like, Trick Track Part 2 is, uh, from the Episode 2 portion. It's, uh, just my probably my favorite level that game i would just i would just go replay that level just to listen to the song it's uh, fun um final fantasy 10 has a really good soundtrack too just to go back to more square stuff any square um, game pretty much that. yeah i mean we could just we could just say the entire square library from like 1993 to 2003 is yeah. probably going to be really good uh f-zero x for the n64 that's got a great soundtrack big fan of mm-hmm. that one uh, F Zero GX had a good soundtrack too. I, I didn't recall. play enough of it. I was that game's like way harder than F Zero X. <clears throat> um, I can start naming all the Sonic games. Sonic CD had a good soundtrack. Sonic Colors had a good soundtrack. Um, Sonic Three, and Sonic Two. After all, when we uh, when we did the um, the Vigilant Geek podcast episode, uh, um, Holden was asking like what song we should use for it, and I picked out yes. uh, one from Sonic Two. You with us? Like, yes. Mr. Cave yes. Zone, my favorite track uh, in that game. I mean, we can get into it. Like, we can talk about vinyl, too. Uh, there's been actually a few different companies that have been releasing video game soundtracks on vinyl, which is really cool. I know, um, obviously, yeah. Craig and I both have Banjo-Kazooie on soundtrack. I have Battletoads on vinyl. I know they've a, a different companies released Streets of Rage and Shenmue on vinyl. Um, yeah. There's another one, uh, Mondo, which I was talking about earlier. They just did one for Castlevania. That's cool. They had as a San Diego Comic Con exclusive. Um, they're doing Symphony of the Night, which I actually am probably going to buy because I love that soundtrack too. That's a really good game. Um, what else has been done? Uh, Square started doing Final Fantasy ones too. Like uh, there's like uh, uh, Discart ones for like a uh, seven and eight. That's cool. Yeah, I think I think they're all in. F- are they in forty five? I don't think they are. I think I think they're on full vinyl, but like each side has a different piece of art. Obviously, I think it's like four sides. Why don't you have vinyls, Journey whatever. on vinyl? Uh, because I was too cheap to buy it. Because I paid more. I paid more for the art print than I did the vinyl. Ah, uh, yes. Ah, uh, if. And the, it was a. Uh, yeah, I I I I kind of regret. It. It's still in stock. I can yeah. still get it whenever I want. I was just like, I'm never gonna listen to it. And it was just like, yeah. I have. Uh, I'm Maybe just looking at it in 8-bit. Some of it, like, they have Uncharted. They, yeah, they did Uncharted they have, ones uh, recently. Um, they have a Killer Instinct one out. now. They have Perfect Dark one. Uh, what else? Yeah. Faster Than Light. Obviously Journey. I mean, there, there's some... Rocket League yeah. they did recently, too. I still have a fight on the Rocket League one because they're really cool. 
Bit trip. $75 for the Rocket League ones. Oh, it's a limited edition one. And then it's $55 for the other ones. Okay. Still cool though. So yeah, if you're if you're a nerd um, and you also like vinyl. Yeah. It's kind of I, it that. goes into it. <laughs> Just trying to I know there's another company that did yeah. uh, Streets of Rage and Shenmue. Yeah, I forget who. They did um they did a uh, I think it was one of the Afterburner games too. That was recent. And the, every so often they release a game and I uh I try to keep up to date on some of the stuff for, you know, in case something I want to get comes up. It was but. Data Discs. That's who did it. Data yes. Discs. They did Streets of Rage, they did Shenmue, uh, Shinobi 3, um, mm-hmm. Outrun. Yep, Outrun was one a lot of people were after. Still have it up. And uh, a lot of the ones I mentioned too, like the Final Fantasy ones, they were exclusive to Europe for a while. And uh, actually a lot of the vinyls are exclusive this, to this, Europe. This, this data campaign. one looks like it's a... Uh, it's definitely. I don't know if it's exclusive, but it is definitely European. Yeah, when in importing, it's expensive, obviously for shipping, because you know it's it's a little fragile, yeah. little weird, weirdly shaped boxes, and you don't want to obviously get ruined on its way here. Yeah, so. I'm just trying to think if there's any other video game tracks that I would want on vinyl. That I'd be like super excited to get. Um, the the Final Fantasy ones are tempting for me, just because they, they look cool, but it's not like something I would like. If they did a have. seven, and I could easily get my hands on it i would definitely pick that up um yeah seven seven is i'm pretty sure i know I, i'm positive eight was done but i'm pretty sure seven was done also we're gonna look that up right now five uh, seven vinyl 226 dollars yep, not getting that <laughs> um yeah vinyl's cool Music's cool. I was, yeah, I need to get a record player. But, um, actually, another cool thing I have is, uh, um, the, the sound guy, the composer for Sonic games, Jin Sonoe, he, uh, a while ago he did a, uh, when Sonic Generations came out on 360 and such, uh, he did a thing where he signed copies of the, the CD or whatever. It was like the first 50 people that, you know, bought it because it was only sold in Japan and he lives there. Like, first 50 people to buy it, like, would get a signed copy of it. And sent to you, which I I got number fifty. Like each one was numbered, and I was like, "Yes, I got the last one." That's, That's cool. Awesome. Yeah, and it came with a little guitar pick with Sonic on it. It's kind of neat. And uh, signed that. I know you're not big into like having your shit signed unless like you're there. Yeah, it's. It. I just have so much stuff that like, I don't know. I, I have a lot of stuff signed, and it's not like when you first start getting, it, you're like, "Oh, this is this is actually really cool," but like. Mm-hmm. It means nothing to me when it's like, okay, yeah, I, I, I pre-ordered this and they signed it for me. When you can get it personalized, yeah. it's it's definitely way cooler. Obviously, because it's mm-hmm. personal. Well, it's, uh, to like when the game chasers that did their DVDs or whatever, I had them. I asked like I don't know like write something vulgar on it. I forget what they wrote on my season two. It was funny. I have to look. I have to look for that. They they wrote something on the inside. I don't think it said shows, but it was something similar. No, nope. find that later. Um, that's video yeah, game so, music. Uh, uh, let's do. What, what do we have for time right now? We're, we're probably coming on, up on an hour. We're we're I think we got, we got about fifty five yeah. minutes right so now. So let's think. yeah recorded. We'll go for a little bit, few more minutes. Um, 
little yeah. side topic. Let's talk about the YouTube channel. Um, as of release of this, there's a review, my review of ukulele toy box. So de- definitely check that out for us. Um, coming up later this week, this Thursday is uh, Octodad unboxing video, which we've had that yeah. kind of sitting in there um, for a while. And that's the last video with my yeah. original beard. Yeah, spoilers, the beard got shaved off if you don't pay attention to this, but I'm pretty sure everybody listens to this does pay attention <laughs> to my life. It's just all our friends. Um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so what do we have planned for the future? Um, we're not going to get too specific, but um, we definitely have some some videos planned. We're going to do some, uh, I'll say this, September, our goal is to have it completely N64 themed, I think. I think that's our goal. So mm-hmm. we're going to have... I mean, not only the podcast is going to be all about the N64, but uh, YouTube is also going to be all N64. Um, we have some stuff yeah. planned. It should be should be cool. Um, yeah. In the future of the podcast, Craig's going to be gone for one. God. Ah, I am. Where am I going? Craig, where are you going? I'm going to PAX. Uh, uh, well, PAX West yes. is the PAX new Prime. name. PAX Prime. PAX Prime. Oh, it's Prime, baby. You can't promise a video from Prime. We don't know yet. I'm going to try to take some footage. I need to ask friends and see if they're cool with me using their camera. If not, I'm just going to take some, maybe some stuff with my phone and maybe just throw it all together yes. at some point. So, but If not, I'll have some photos up at the very least and obviously some oh discussions. Oh, yeah, we'll have lots of stuff for the podcast. Well, you know what we should do? This is what we'll do. When you get back, we'll film a video of everything you got and we'll go through it. Because I know, obviously, yeah. you're going to have stuff you're going to bring back for me, so... Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go shopping for you yes. as I always do. I think I'm gonna pay you prior though. Yeah, just like PayPal me or I something, whatever you wanna, whatever you wanna, whatever you wanna budget me, or cash. So, that that is also be exciting. Fine. So yeah, we'll do a big video on 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 your your adventures at Pax West and your pickup video. Um, yeah, yeah, I might try. I might try to get some stuff at like at Pink Gorilla because I plan to go there obviously to yes. spend money on you. Um, so. Also, we have. Videos planned for October. We're gonna do some Halloween stuff. Yeah, yeah. but I think we're jumping no, a little far. Well, ahead we got now. one video planned for October. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. We'll say one. I have a second one, maybe. We'll see. But yeah, September. We'll September's goes. gonna be a big month. We're gonna do all N sixty four stuff. So definitely keep an eye out for that. Uh, late, later this week, though. Yeah. Octodad unboxing video. Yeah. Which is yeah. cool. This, thir- this, this Thursday, Thursday, from the time this is put up. Coming up. Thursday, August 11th. Yes. Be there. Or yes. Be square. Or be square. Or be a, a dad trying to be, octopus. you know, an octopus. Or try not a to be A dad an being an octopus would be, like, an alternate dimension, because Octodad is an octopus trying to be a dad. That'd be weird. I hope they make a sequel called the Dad Dadapus. Octopus. Yeah. Daddy O Puss. So that sounds like some <laughs> weird Japanese tentacle shit. Yeah, this is this is getting yeah, terrible now. It's, it's been so, it's always been um, terrible. <laughs> That's a very good point. So so anyways, we'll be back in uh two more weeks with another episode and then the episode after that's the one where I'll be gone. Or the, I'm sorry, the when the next episode would be out would be well, I'm gone. So um Brad, do you have an idea what you're gonna do for that yet? Or are you gonna do anything? We'll do something. Um I'm not sure yet. I gotta figure it out though. Yeah. We're gonna have I'm gonna have somebody else on or a couple somebody else's on. Yeah. There'll be a special special yeah. guests. 
the special Craigslist episode. It might be the best episode ever. Honestly, if you're if you're uh, if the counts go up, you should just kick me off. Oh, <laughs> uh, we'll see. Uh, yeah, check us out on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and YouTube. Whatever else is around. Check us out on Facebook and YouTube. Don't don't care about the other stuff. We don't really. Yeah. Use it. Yeah. 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 So thank you for listening. We will be back in two weeks with another episode about stuff. Until next time.